friends, I'm Mackenzie, the gal. And I'm Eldon, the gay. Welcome to The Gal and Her Gay. Season 2. And this is episode 2 of season 2. Ta-da-da-da! Hello, how are you? Welcome back again. It feels like 150 days have gone by because it has. 150 days ago. And that's where we're going to start this episode is 150 days ago. Aren't we so clever with the title of this name? I think Sorry, Mackenzie just spilt all over herself. I think we need to workshop the title. In our notes, I just wrote 150 days ago, and Alden came in and looked and was like, wow, that's morbid. And I'm like, it's accurate. It's accurate. I didn't say morbid. I was just like, oh, that's to the point. And I kind of like it now that it's growing on me. Okay. Because it's true. Here we go. We're giving you a recap of where we've been as previously munchon in our first episode because i just find it so funny because in the middle we'll get to why we stopped um recording and posting but i remember distinctly posting a little ticky talk that we made on our um instagram i was like oh sorry no episode this week um and then next week we just never (laughs) see you never we never touched that instagram we never made another recording and why mackenzie why is this my bad I did a thing, And also guys. my bad, too. But first off, it was your bad. It wasn't all my fault. I know. And the reason why it took so long is because of my fault. But the reason why it stopped is your fault. Okay, so let's dive into my faults then, I suppose. <laughs> That's what the title of this one is. is so, it's Mackenzie's fault. Let's just take a moment here and we'll add in the dreamscape. Do, 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 150 do. days ago. Add in the dreamscape. By okay. the time this is posted, it's probably going to be like 100 and so, some days ago. But the time of recording, 150 these days. These are pre recorded episodes. You're welcome. In front of a non live studio audience. In my parents' musty basement. Just the like audience episode is one. the gym equipment and the VHS tapes. Anyways, okay, let's start this off. 150 days ago, we had finished up my birthday party at Alden's house. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about that? We didn't. Uh, no, because we were going to record it that night. Yeah, when we never did. Or we didn't record. I mean, so what we did we do for your earlier. birthday? We went to your house. Mm-hmm. We had some charcuts. I did make a really cute Lots charcuterie board. Lots of cocktails. Oh yes. We had two guest appearances. Mm-hmm. The rest of the guests decided to be assholes and not come. Oop. Sorry. If you were invited and you didn't come, you were told. I now, cutting to the T, at that time, I kind of knew, but I didn't fully know. However, I had an idea that Trevor and I were going to be moving to Grand Prairie. Dun, dun, dun. Ew, GP, so far away. Not for me. It is eight hours eight and a half hours from calgary gross disgusting and it is a four-hour flight away from alaska and it's directly (laughs) located on the alaskan highway so the only road to take you into alaska did you know that i did not know that yeah like there's signs all over town that say welcome to the alaskan highway wow that's the only thing they ever have yeah okay um she's way out north so why did you guys decide to make the move? The listeners would like to know. Well, GP is a, that's what the kids call it, GP. Grand yeah, we're Prairie. the kids. GP. Um, it's quiet. It's small. It's quaint. It is very predominant in 
drug activity in oil fields. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> Big the drive. two sometimes go hand in hand. They do. Um, the drugs is obviously not the reason that we chose to move, but... <laughs> it was tempting, but we are sober people. Yes, yes. We had to make some proper life decisions, so we decided cocaine wasn't the only reason. No. Um, Trevor, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, is a welder. We wanted to move somewhere where there was more options for job opportunities. I was not working because I had finished my... A little Novia Mia stint at the bridal store yes uh and anyways i just was up for the adventure he had mentioned it and i said sure why not let's go the i'm clearly not tied to anything <laughs> other than me only downside was the fact that alden is in calgary and we had literally just gotten back to a routine of being able to hang out frequently yeah i literally moved back for toronto From and toronto what i say for toronto whatever i've had half a can of something and i'm wasted um i literally moved back to toronto in june and you move away five months later what can i say we're gypsies why do we do that yeah so it has been very positive i will say this like it is a small town it's very different it's very far away from a lot of our regular kind of like habits or places we'd like to go that being said we are young it's an adventure and I actually have quite enjoyed it so far. I've gotten to know my neighbors. Sad face. I don't have any friends that are just like you. Well, I know. I'm just, I love it, Bill Me. You are unreplaceable. And your neighbors are? My neighbor? I can't, I don't know. She might be in touch with stuff. I'm not going to mention her name. So let's call her Susan Spaghetti Head. <laughs> Susan. Because she is of what more, demographic? More mature. More mature. She is part of the senior citizen community. 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 Oh my God. Community. I am sharing in the struggle. <clears throat> community. The end. Uh, so I've gotten to know my neighbor quite well, which is really nice. Um, because you are also an old soul. Crazy cat lady. We Crazy touch, old cat We'll lady. touch back on that after the time being. But yes, the move to Grand Prairie was big, exciting. We packed up all of our stuff. Um, kind of the driving force was the house we were living in before we moved to Grand Prairie was being sold. Uh, mm -hmm. So we like they were on the fence about it. And then when we said like, oh, hey, we were thinking about doing this. They were like, OK, we're going to sell the house. So get out, get out. Um, so yeah, we no taxis backsies here. You no gotta go. Backsies. So we packed up all of our stuff. Now we had a storage pod from our previous move um, out of the condo building. Um, also a senior center home. Also a senior center home, and all of our stuff was in that storage pod. So we had packed it up into a U-Haul, and we moved. Literally, that. we I helped. Alden did help the saving grace, and Trevor and I drove separately. He had Bogart in his truck because I can't drive with Bogey in the car. It just, I'm, it doesn't work. And I like to smoke when I'm driving. <laughs> yeah, bad habit, disgusting. Disgusting. I don't appreciate you hurting your lungs. Whatever. If that doesn't kill me, I'm sure my bologna sandwiches at my youth will. Anyway. Touche. Here we are. So, yeah, moved. That was pretty well I'd say like a week, maybe a week and a half after the Halloweeners episode aired. Because mm -hmm. that was October 27th, which was the day before my birthday. Yes. 
and we ended up moving on November 4th. A quick turnaround. Yeah. So it was like it was up in the air. And that's the thing is like those trades jobs, you just take them when you get them. Yeah. You don't have any time to decide. So Hi, do you want this job? Uh, okay. I already found a guy. So it's like, I will say, so my drive was not super exciting. It wasn't like my original bus trip from Ontario to Calgary, if you all remember from <laughs> yeah. season one. But it was it was nice. I was by myself. My car was full. I had packed my snacks. Trevor was dumb and did not. Uh, we did stop once You are or always twice. a planner. Yes, once or twice for gas, but we didn't stop to eat or anything. Um, when we got there, similar to my Ontario to Calgary story, actually, we had nowhere to live. <laughs> so we were driving there with the intention of finding an apartment. And we did have viewing signed up, but like we still didn't have an actual house to go to yet. We are true. You are a true gypsy. True gypsy soul. So we were doing apartment viewings and they're like, when, when are you looking for? And I was like, literally today. Today. I can move in right it. now. I'm, it's in the parking lot. All of lot. this stuff is in the parking lot. I can just get my friend to come and help us and that's it. Um, we did have one, one friend out there, a friend of Trevor's that he used to work with. So that was kind of nice because I was concerned with us moving all of our big stuff. Like Alden so graciously helped us pack it all up. But who the heck was going to help us unload it? And I can carry some stuff, but you need a big, I am clearly man. a big, strong man. And I helped shove all that big furniture in that little teeny U-Haul. So good. It was very good. So we did. It was cold too it was then. Cold though. Yeah. And when you started unpacking, um, it snowstormed, right? Yeah. Just the timing. It was. Never move in November. Yeah. It was not a good time. So that was. It was fine, but yeah, it was definitely just kind of an exciting thing. Um, one of the distinctive things that I remember from the drive was I listened to my audiobook. Ooh, uh, which one? Verity by Colleen Hoover. Ooh. Psychological thriller. Oh, my God. Lots of X-rated content in it, though. Ooh, X, so, X, X, X. Yeah, that was kind of like white knuckling it while I was driving. <laughs> You're like, oh, fuck like that some is some of this stuff was like oh i should turn this down somebody can hear me oh wait i'm on the highway <laughs> i'm gonna in the middle turn of it up yeah <laughs> so that was kind of nice you're I like oops to it the whole i'm way. really turned on right now no and then you're like oh that's scary you know thanks it wasn't scary it was just like wow i can't believe this shit like this someone, chick is crazy someone wrote that down on pete's paper yeah it was good though so if you're looking for an audiobook maybe i wouldn't recommend listening to it as an audiobook i didn't have an option because i was driving and i like reading but Maybe reading it actually page to page. I love audiobooks. Better. I do like audiobooks too. Tangent. I've been listening to the how. I've been listening to Harry Potter. We love uh -oh. tangents. We have to fill up the time somehow. So that was a distinct thing from the trip. Uh, we also looked at a couple of other really scary apartments because it is Grand Prairie. There is a couple of really terrifying places there. People like to do drugs, as we previously mentioned. So drugs checking out apartments there was one that was a clear winner and we knew that was going to be the one that we ended up moving into however we thought what the hell let's look at some stuff so we did and we immediately ran out so well this is the front door uh, immediately no immediately no immediately not a go so yeah and since then it's gotten we've gotten into a routine however moving in the middle of like winter or like beginning right at the very beginning of winter it sucks because you don't have any opportunities like go outside and check out parks or like go walk downtown. Yeah. What's it's your like neighborhood like? Minus 50. And I'd like to mention too that like not even the second week we were there, 
Grand Prairie was listed as the second coldest place in the world. Next to on Russia. On Earth. Yeah. <laughs> Literally the scariest so, part of Russia. Like, That's so cold. Grand Prairie was neck and neck. Me doing... Because it was minus, what, 48 without the wind chill? Without the wind chill. And me doing my Zoom call at Christmas... All of my family's like, so where are you now? And I'm like, basically Alaska. (laughs) Cold. That's all I know. Freezing. Dark, cold, GP. Hello, darkness, my old friend. That's literally what this winter said to us. Yes. Anyways, enough about me. So that was the big thing that put a kibosh on our entire thing. So that kind of kicked off us not being able to do the podcast for a little bit. Um, And then what happened, Alden? Um, so in that same sort of timeline, so we have a little list here of things that we want to talk about. Address. So Mackenzie moved away. So I lived downtown. I didn't have a need for a vehicle or anything like that. So it just so happened that my parents' neighbor wanted to get rid of their vehicle and he owed my parents some money because he was buying hay off of them. So I did a little bit of a hillbilly farmer deal and swapped a car for some bales. Um, so yeah, they're like, by the way, we got you this car. And I was like, I didn't ask for a car, but thank you. Well, and I'd Um, like to point out too, sorry to interrupt you, but like the last time we hung out here at your parents' house, which was just before my birthday. Oh yeah, you drove us. I drove us out here. We were literally in the bush playing with cats and, uh, yeah, cause we're 10. And (laughs) we literally had to crawl through the branches of the trees to get these kittens. It was worth it. Anyway, your dad was like, Hey, you guys can't leave to go back to Calgary yet because Oh, you have to view this car. You have to see this car. I forgot that. That was an important detail. Yeah. So I did see it when Mackenzie was here. And we were both kind of like, okay, we've got to go. We're like, we have a timeline. He's like, oh, he should be here any minute. Like 34 minutes, 30, 40 minutes later, yeah, this was, guy shows up. And it was windy that day. Yeah. And my dad's like, do you like it? I was like, well, it's a drivable car. Like, yes, I obviously like it. It's better than not having a car, but I cannot afford it. Because living downtown yep. is another $130 for a parking spot in my building for, like, covered parking. So not even underground parking. But parking downtown is really expensive. Yes. But that's already but another... See, okay, again, I cut you off. I'm yeah, bad for that. fine. You have thoughts. Say them. Why is parking downtown so fucking expensive right now? It's because limited space. No, it's not limited space. Downtown there's is no empty. one working. Yeah. They have to make up their money somehow. I get that. But that being said, like. But like across the street from me, the parking for underground is $325. That's like, that's blind robbery right there. Yeah. No, it's not blind. For a month. It's literally that's like, like robbery. so expensive. Hey, give me your money and I'm going to take all of it and take it some more. Open it a yeah. little wider because I need more. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you have to pay for gas and insurance on top of that. So add a couple more loanies in there because, you know. Yeah. Hope you like chump change because that's all you're going to have left. And gas now. My God. Uh. It's not loonies. Do you have any gold coins hiding in your <laughs> sack under your stairs? Do you have any diamonds? <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Like, fuck. Uh, so, yeah. So, I got a car. What kind of... Oh, actually, I'm going to take that back because for security purposes, I'm not going to tell you what car It's fine. It's an SUV. That's all you can know. And it's what color? White. And what's the inside look like? Dirty. <laughs> the previous owner was an older was, gentleman. Was an older gentleman, and like he used it for work, so it has lots and lots and lots of kilometers on it. That's why we got it at a very good price for free, basically for training. Um, it wasn't su- like it's like it's still got some life in it, though. It's not like yeah. next to like dead. he took care- good care of the inside of it, yeah. like engine wise. And it's you're just... gonna make it all fucking shitty. <laughs> well, my engine light's on. It's oh on. God. And what are you gonna do? I don't know. 
<laughs> nothing put tape over it yeah well i got an oil chain checked all my f- fluids as my dad did say because i was like immediately it came on i called my dad's like my my angeline came on what do i do yeah and he's like well once you get oil change i was like well i was actually just getting one tomorrow yeah and he's like well maybe it's just that because maybe your sensors or something i don't know you want to know something funny what? i saw this pop up on some something online like a forum or something car manuals that came with your vehicle Mm -hmm. like 50 years ago used to tell you everything you had to do in order to fix your car like oil change brake changes brake pad changes how to change a tire how to fix your battery how to do this this and this now the most information that's in it is do not drink the fluid that's inside your car (laughs) well because back then those people did too well no but like think about it how dumb are we as a society now that we have to put a label on like you got a book that told you how to well, change Well, because if it's not oil. in there, someone's like, oh, they don't have this, so I'm going to drink it, and then I'm going to sue. Because they didn't tell me not to. I don't think people were that smart back then. I'm, I'm. No, but that's why that's in there now, disclaimers for everything. Well, there you go. That's why on the lids of they coffee, it says the system back hot. Then. Yeah. Because someone spilled coffee on themselves and scolded them, and they like, sued because they weren't warned that it was hot. That's also a Seinfeld episode. Like, so stupid. And Kramer sues for, like, millions of dollars. Yeah. That's a good one, actually. It happens. It happens, but yeah. Like, like people are wild. I just think that's crazy. Like, we used to have books that would just tell us exactly how we could go about fixing it. And now it says, don't drink washer fluid. Like, you'd think that's a smart thing, regardless mm-hmm. of the legalities. It's like, okay, yes, obviously, I'm not going to drink the purple antifreeze. Like, that would be. But people do. But people They're do. like, I wonder what this will happen to me. Am I going to get drunk? Is that same? I'm going to get crazy, high. Do you remember that story about the crazy glue? The lady that put it on her hair? No. Oh, God. I'm not even. She put crazy glue in her hair or huffed it? Or I don't really. I can't remember the full details of the story. So we'll we'll piggyback back to that later because okay. I don't remember it and I don't want to speak on. Ew. That's not fun. The details, but yeah. Anyway, so I got a car. But what um, else and happened? And I pay. X, I pay so much for insurance and I get nothing for it. No coverage because I'm a brand new driver, according to Alberta, because I haven't had insurance for the last two years. I was living in Toronto. Oh, yeah, that's the pits. So but the deer, the deer I hit at 16 years old is still on my record. So that's so backwards. I know. It's just like they're like, well, you don't have driving history from the last two years, but you do from the last seven. And that's going to increase your insurance rates. And I'm like. That makes no sense. And I was like, well, when is it going to come off my record? They're like, February. And this is like November. So I was like, okay, well, if I wait till February, like, I guess I'll just wait. And then I was like, well, fuck, it's winter. I don't want to really take transit anymore. So I ended up just doing it. So I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, like, I'm turning 25 in March. Like, will my insurance go down? She's like, oh, just let me check. Oh, it is a penny. One. Those don't exist. Those don't exist. It went down a penny. So it didn't even go down at all. No, it's like two hundred and eighty some dollars and fifty three cents, and now it's like fifty two cents. Anyway, I like having a car, but putting one hundred and twenty dollars in gas a week isn't fun because gas is expensive, and I drive a lot now for work because I'm all over the freaking city because I moved. But that is later on in this episode for me. No, you're actually talking about it now. Oh, what I thought... What happened? Oh, I thought it was like you, me, you, me, you, me. Now it's uh, me? No, it's you because I didn't have anything happen in this time. I just moved oh, to Grand Prairie. And she was, moved to Grand Prairie and We'll talk about did me nothing. after, but you got your car. Okay, so, so to recap, Mackenzie moved 
to Grand Prairie. Alden was... That's beginning of November. Sad face. Sad face. Then, closer to the middle of November, Alden finalized the deal on the car we saw when he and Mackenzie went back to Stettler the last time. In the middle of October. So, then he gets the vehicle. Yes. Then you're working. You're busy. You're I'm paying busy. gas. I'm doing my thing. You're doing your thing. I'm living my sad girl life without Mackenzie for the middle of December. And then, yeah, fast forward to December. And then what 23rd. I go to work. I come home. So I do like a nine to six or something like that. And me and my okay, friend. Hold on. Yes. Christmas at the mall is already oh, stressful yes. and crazy. That's so why I don't remember really November, December, because every day is a struggle. I know when we're building out the timeline, I was like, what happened between this and this? And he's like, uh, I don't. I don't, I don't really remember. remember. I'm like, well, nothing was going on for me. So let's put this in here because this was yeah. happening for you. That's true. So I was working at the mall, Christmas shopping, COVID is still a thing, but people are over it. Yeah. So everyone's at the mall, maskless, arguing, fighting. Anyway, great time. Loved Happy it. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Santa's across from H&M. It's great. Joyful period. Actually, the Christmas playlist this year wasn't that bad. Oh, that's good. That's promising. Because they had Justin Bieber Mistletoe. They didn't have it for the last two years. And they just brought it back. And that's my favorite song to sing out loud at work. And they also have like Ariana Grande, Destiny's Child, Christmas. Oh, like they had some bops. Gotcha. And then the classics. And then some funky ones that you never hear and never want to hear again. But they play 10 times a day. Anyway, so that was my November, December. Fast forward to me being homeless and this is that story flashbacks noise yes um december 23rd i went to work nine to six eight to five something like that it is the night before night before christmas and it's christmas christmas eve it's christmas christmas eve or it's christmas eve eve christmas eve Eve. used to say happy christmas eve eve The night before, night before, is like I say. Gotcha. So worked eight to five. Me and my friend met up for dinner. So I went home, changed after work because you know, gross mall people and like sweaty work day. Sweaty work day. You just need to it's reset. Holiday season. Yes, you gotta put reset. a cuter outfit on for your dinner. So I came home. Nothing was wrong. Left. Came home. Parked. Aside from the fact, I do want to point this out. If you yeah. can all recall, every podcast we hosted. Was at my apartment. Was at Alden's apartment. And it was always so disgustingly hot. Like, I'm talking middle of the fall. It's pissing rain outside. It's windows cold. open. It's windy. We're on the 25th floor. And it's windows o- open. Mm-hmm. The fan is on. And Train it's still chug-a-lugging by. Chug-a-lugging by. And it's still disgustingly humid and hot and like alberta 20 to 30 degrees inside the apartment it's not supposed to be humid alberta is dry so if it's hot it's like it's still manageable it's not comfortable i would say but it's still manageable whereas yeah. when it's humid hot it's like sticky you're sweaty you feel and i lived smelly. in this anyways it's a cheap apartment for a reason just to paint the picture it was a nice uh, it was a nice enough apartment i will say the that. inside was fine yes it's just everything else was not fine yeah so continue sorry so Came home. I was gone for like two and a half hours, maybe two and a half hours. Where did we, you go for dinner? Oh, we went to the new Tex, uh, t- Texas restaurant, taco restaurant. Oh. It's LA street style tacos. Yeah. Um, so their Instagram is like really popping. So me and my friend wanted to go because I forget what they are, but it's like literally just a tortilla dipped in like fat, I believe, with like beef in it. And then it's like fried. 
and then they put like a cheese sauce so and then they're like deep fried tortillas but it's not deep fried they're just on the grill yeah yeah okay but they're just like dipped in like fat of some sort to help give it some crisp yeah to crisp it up real good and Ooh. then you dip it in like um like some sort of liquidy sauce it looks really good um so went to the restaurant so i ended up getting enchiladas and then my friend just got some sort of tacos oh my god the spicy salsa though so good um sorry i can't remember the name but it's on first street um downtown just off 8th ave okay so Stephen ave nice so came home parked um and the elevator wasn't working to go up so i was like weird so i went really down inconvenient when you live on the 25th floor might i add yeah so i went down the parkade ramp and went through the lobby no that's a lie i lied i did not drive to the restaurant because i walked it was downtown I was going to say, you live on 8th. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So this, Wow, okay. there's one of those coveted little white lies, everyone. If you listen to the first episode, you'd know. So this is exactly what happened. I took the train okay. to 4th Street. Yes. Walked to the restaurant. We are there with you. And my friend drove me back. Got because you. we went and got ice cream. Yes. He drove me off. This is why I'm going through the lobby and not through the parkade. Correct. Got so you. opened up the door to the lobby. We're it's there. raining. Mm, Water yes. everywhere foot of water 20 Wait, hold on <laughs> it's raining inside the building the There's whole rain lobby from the ceiling water everywhere just pouring out of the ceiling all i'm picturing is like jumanji literally jumanji <laughs> it's jumanji 100 all there needs to be is an alligator i'm sure there was some sort of creatures in that water like let's be honest that building is eighty thousand years old um, so there's literally 25 people waiting in the lobby. The elevators, you can see the water rushing out of the elevator sha uh, shafts. Oh my uh, god, so it's also like, okay, it's Jumanji meets The Shining when all the blood comes out of the elevator. Sure, yeah. You no, haven't seen they, The Shining? I have, but now I'm remembering that. Like that, but clear. Ish. <laughs> and also freezing cold water. So you know me, a gay, wearing white sneakers, obviously. No support to block out water it's december so it's cold and like freezing this is the cold snap this is why this it's like happened. minus 25 no it was like minus 40 it was just as cold as like you but like less cold but like it was like minus 45 at like the cold snap okay at night but in okay never mind go ahead yeah yeah so i was like i don't know why all these people are waiting around and people are like should we call maintenance i'm like Obviously, maintenance knows or s something like they're trying to figure it out. So maybe they don't. Well, who knows? Maybe they were off because it was Christmas Eve Eve. They could be. The maintenance man lives in the building. He lives on the 24th maybe floor. Maybe he was drunk upstairs and didn't notice that there was water in the lobby. I mean, I'm sure he has, likes to party. You're so I didn't want to wait around in the lobby with soaking wet, cold shoes. So you thought I might take the elevator anyway. Bye, fuckers. <laughs> No, the, you could clearly see that the button was pressed. Okay. So I was like, I'm going to take the stairs. Oh my God, guys. 25 stairs Have you stairs watched later. Titanic? Do you remember the video? I, I haven't watched Titanic in a long time, to be honest. The movie actually really scares me. So the part where they're obviously sinking, but like when they're in the lower decks and the water just like breaks through a door and like all the doors burst and it's just like water coming everywhere. That was what the stairs was like. For the first eight floors that I had to walk up with sopping wet shoes with, through a foot of water, it was just rushing water down the stairs, like the emergency oh stairs. Oh, my 
god. And I was like, what the fuck? So I took a video and I was like, am I literally in Titanic? Obviously sent it to my whole Snapchat Yeah, because I didn't know anything about it until I saw that. And I was like, okay, wait, hold on. What? Yeah, what are everyone's you doing? like, are you okay? And I knew he lived on the 25th floor. So I was like, okay, yeah. check yourself. Why and obviously, I haven't gone to the gym in a long time. So 25 <laughs> flight of stairs is quite a bit for a person. <laughs> Let's get back to the real brass tacks of this. I was inconvenienced because I don't give a fuck about the water. And I had to go up 25 flights yeah. of stairs. I'm fat and tired. And I wanted to use the elevator. And I want to use the elevator. So when I finally got up to my apartment, I called my friend that I went to dinner with and I was like, hey, um, building's not good. <laughs> They're obviously going to be shutting the water off when they figure this out. So can I stay the night? Because I work really early tomorrow. I did another. I was doing a half day at work. Busy um, because it's Christmas. Christmas. And I was going home. You work in the mall. I worked in the mall. So I worked early in the morning and I also was doing a half day because I had a lot of other stuff to do. And like it was supposed to snowstorm that day. Yeah. And it did. Thank God I like left early because it took me four and a half hours to do a two hour drive. It was disgusting. Like weather was so shitty. And yeah, so I, I stayed at my friend's house, went to work, came back um, Christmas night. Things were fine. Elevators were still not working. Wait, hold on. Sorry, I think there's going to be some confusion because yes. I, I know what you did, but I think the listeners might not know. So you worked Chris, the 24th. You worked the 23rd. Went to dinner, dinner, came, came home, back. it was raining. It was disgustingly flooding inside, Titanic shining, you know, all of the Jumanji things. And then you called your friend, slept over at their house, worked the next day, and then drove back to Statler. Yes, so I came so back came to my parents. to your parents' house, which is usually a two-hour drive, but it turned into a four-hour drive with the weather. Yes. And then you went back to your apartment on Christmas Day. Christmas night, yes. Christmas night. Okay, so the 25th So I got home night. at like 8 o'clock. Okay. Yes. We're there with you. So now it's Christmas. Power is still on. No elevators, though. So what I... What about water? Water was on, but it was only cold. Okay. Because they bypassed... And it's still the, minus 40. Oh, yeah. So, obviously, pipes burst is why it was raining in the lobby. Because it was so cold and a bunch of pipes burst. And I'll get to how many later. But it's, that's okay. That's crazy. We're still not sure what happened. Not sure what happened literally two At days this time, ago. In your mindset, you were like, okay, there's water here. I don't know what the problem was. Yeah. Like you could assume, but we, we weren't sure. So now it's yeah. 8 p.m. You're back. You're Power's tired. on. Yeah. I did my thing. Go to bed. Wake up. Have a freezing cold shower. And I worked... And morning shift or mid shift i don't really remember so i came home after boxing day obviously exhausted because chinook day. mall is stupidly insanely busy everybody knows that who lives in calgary they should yeah i came home parked also my parkade i parked always parked on the first level it was covered in water and ice now because yeah. of the leak so wait where did you park then i still parked in the parkade but, like, on the first level or, like... Yeah, so you couldn't go up any more levels because it was, like, an ice rink oh going God. down. So, the technically, the parkade's eight levels. And I would always... I used to park on the third level because there's, like, a cement wall. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, in the winter, it's going to be so good because cause all four sides are open. Except on the third level, um, it's covered on one side. It's a cement wall. Uh-huh. And the other three walls are still open. And you just go around the building. But... My third or second week, second or third week I was parking there, all cars got broken into during the day while I was at work. So I was like, fuck, I'm not parking on this level anymore. So I went back and there's only cameras on the first level. 
um, because it's also public parking during the day. Right. So I just was like, okay, I'll park on this level because there's cameras and there's a lot of people going and coming all the time. More secure. Yeah. Gotcha. So parked on the first level and I was like, oh my God, it's literally like another foot of water down here. And it was like half frozen. So it was like slushy grossness. So I had to walk up again, 25 flights of stairs with sopping wet shoes after a day a boxing day which okay i like i'd like to point out how dangerous that is not only as like it's cold mm-hmm. but your feet are wet so trench foot basically <laughs> yeah uh but it's also super dangerous because it's cold to make the water turn into ice and then you've got wet shoes on top of that so the rubber that's on your shoes isn't even going to prevent you from falling or slipping well because they're shitty white sneakers well no but regardless of yeah. the, what brand or how good they are rubber is not going to work the same if you're putting water on water it's yeah. like hydroplaning yeah you're, no matter how good your tires are you still hydroplane if there's lots of water amen yeah so again oh. another 25 flights up disgusting and i'd also like to say that too like you had sent me the snapchat but i didn't know the like intensity or the state of emergency this actually was until much after the fact yeah like i had talked I played to you, it down you did and i played like you, i talked to you on christmas because we always talk on christmas mm-hmm. and i recall you saying like oh yeah like blah 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 talking to me about it and then i just kind of i didn't i didn't really realize the severity of it and now you're telling me this i'm like sitting <laughs> here i would like to point out to the viewers or listeners I'm like wide-eyed and shocked the entire time listening to the details of this because it's so friggin' insane. Yeah, and it gets worse. I'm oh, trying God. to like not take the full hour just go. of just talking. You got talking. the good story this time, not me. So oh, it's juicy. The tay. Um. So Boxing Day came home, obviously exhausted. Go to bed because I also had to work early the next day. Um, at six a.m. because we were doing a sale setup because. H&M just decided that on the 27th, after all this hard work, that we're going to do a big sale setup. Boxing day. And that was it what was we after had. Boxing day. We had talked about that yeah. on our call, like just our personal call. Our personal call. I was like, what the fuck? I have to literally we were work. We talking about how dumb Because I, I worked like 11 to 8 or something like that. And then I had to come back for 6 a.m. Um, this is what happened. Boom, boom, boom. 2 a.m. People are trying to get into my apartment. So I have my little chain latch over my door. As you should. Sleeping naked, obviously, because my building is a thousand degrees and I can't, like, barely any cupboards. Yes. And cold snap, minus 45 degrees out, still naked inside my building because it's so cold. It's hot and cold at the same time. Oh, it's so cold. It's so hot. Yeah. Um, And they're like, hey, wake up. We're breaking the door down. Wake up. I was like, uh, trying to scramble to put sweatpants on. And I like ran to the door. I was like, hello. And they're like, we're evacuating the building. You have 30 minutes to leave before the generators get out. And the building has no power and no safety lights for the stairwells. Like you need to leave. And I was like, what's going on? And they're like, there are more ruptures in the system. So the stairwells are being flooded with water. Our pool exploded and was draining into the stairwells as well. Which I want to also add that we never actually got to go swimming in. I know. There's what a the gigantic fuck? hole in it now. Yeah. Or not the pool doesn't have a hole, but like the piping system also exploded and failed because of the cold. So pool water while I was walking down because it literally smelled of chlorine. Yes. Um. So I, 2 a.m. brain shocked Eldon was like, oh, I'm going to pack one outfit. 
and an overnight bag because they're like, I was like, what's happening? They're like, go down to the lobby. You're they're get, you're getting sent to a hotel. Just pack a bag. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, so just try to clean up because obviously I had no idea what this I was doing. This is when a go bag is really handy. Honestly, having an emergency bag, like... Everyone I know is always like, oh, that's so ridiculous. If you need to leave in the middle of the night, you need to be prepared. Yes, because you won't be thinking about it. I only brought one pair of socks, one underwear. I'm not saying bring your life supply and cans and non-perishable yeah, but items, like, but like... Things that get you by a couple days. A toothbrush and a couple outfits or even like, yeah. you know... I did pack my skincare routine because importance. Oh my God. So the fire, all I'm picturing is a firefighter or some sort of like emergency marshal standing in the doorway of uh, Alden's a way shitty security guard. Oh, bath, that. Bathroom. No, let me tell my vision. Oh, okay. A fire marshal, a firefighter standing in the door of Alden's little tiny ass fucking bathroom. And he's like, hold on one second, please. And he's gingerly putting little toiletries into this little bitch bag. Sorry. <laughs> my bitch bag. My leather, genuine leather toiletry bag. And they're standing there like, okay, come on, this is an emergency. Hurry up, let's go. You're like, my nice and my serum. <laughs> I can't go anywhere without my retinol or SPF. This isn't. The sun is the devil. This isn't 11th grade in a bush party. Like oh season one. <laughs> Dead. But yeah, I literally was so confused. So well, then I like went no down to duh. the. So they're like, go down to the lobby. They'll explain everything. So again, sopping wet shoes, and fire. Our picture is the squeaking too. It's like. <laughs> yeah. So a bunch of ambulances, fire trucks, and a randomness what are in about front of the building. All the old people in the building. Girl, I don't know. Like that's that makes me so sad. Because I also think I slept through the first warning because I was the only. Okay, so we were they were shuttling us to a hotel through a city bus. Isn't and, there a hotel like literally across the street from that apartment? Yeah, but they were sending us to the Marriott, which was nice. Yeah. But the, yeah, they didn't send us to the Sandman, which is literally dressed across the street. Yeah. Um, across the park. Oh my god! Sorry, I had a big hiccup. So. Oh my god, sorry. Excuse me. So then I was like waiting for like five minutes on this bus with my overnight bag of nothing. And I was just like, oh, I literally have to go to work at like 6 a.m. tomorrow. I should just take my car. But obviously the parkade had no power or anything, but the door was already open. Um, so then I was just like, hey, bus driver, I'm in. Oh, I also asked if I could drive. And they said, no, we can't go into the parkade because... Um, of the ice it's dangerous and I was like well I parked on the first level and I was like I also just parked in there like six hours ago maybe and I got in there fine and they're like no you're not allowed to get your car um, because it's how dangerous obviously yes it was dangerous but I so I went to the bus driver and was like hey I need to go to my car like I have stuff in there he's like oh okay so are you just gonna drive to the hospital then the hospital fuck the hotel then and I was like yeah like I'll just go he's like okay just like when you drive by just give me a wave and I'll know that you're safe and I was like oh that's so nice old man a fire truck was in the way of the parkade so they were standing outside and I was like hi sorry do you mind just moving the fire truck up a little bit so I can get out of the parkade? And they're like, oh, yeah, sorry. I, they literally moved a fire truck for me. Like, how nice. I drove to the hotel. It's now 3 a.m. probably. And I was like, hey, like, I'm from this building. I guess I could say it now. Westview Heights. Yeah. You've all seen the news because it was on the 
breaking news. But it wasn't on the news very big until like this later happened. on. Yes, because like in January. I want to point out my kind of aspect of the story. Yeah, Eldon told me on like the day that the flooding happened, I saw it and his on his Snapchat on the twenty third. And then we talked on Christmas Day, which was the 25th. Yeah. And then you went home on Boxing Day. Well, you went home. Christmas, yeah. Yeah, we got that. I talked to you about Boxing Day. And then almost immediately after that last call we had, I saw it on the news a couple days later. And my mom, who lives in Ontario, Mm -hmm. who watches the news incessantly. Anyways, she shouldn't do that, but whatever. Watching the news, she's like, some building in downtown Calgary is flooding like absolute gangbusters. And I'm like, gangbusters. yeah, that's weird. That's so strange. Like, I think a lot of buildings are having that happen. And then I looked it up. Sure as shit. It's Alden's landlord literally standing outside because I was the one that viewed Alden's original apartment before he mm-hmm. moved home from Toronto. I went to go and look at the apartment for him. And I remember doing the walkthrough with this guy that was now on friggin' city TV or global TV or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, we don't know what's going on. There's lots of flooding and the pipes are bursting and it's really freaking cold. And yeah. Yeah. And that's honestly how he speaks in natural life. And he's got a huge mustache. So but anyway. the hotel was like, you're here for two days and that's all that they're paying for. And I was like, oh, you're like, sweet. Okay. I'm going to get room service. Send me well, up everything you have. <laughs> no, that was extra. Oh, gotcha. Um, so I literally slept for an hour, um, wore my one outfit that I packed to work was like i'm homeless and they're like what so i literally did a six to three p.m shift with no sleep doing a whole sales setup exhausted already and like sales setups are oh also i did wear my winter boots down that's all i had just my winter boots so i worked a full h&m shift with winter boots so my next day on the 28th that i worked i went and bought shoes and i bought another outfit and I just rotated the four pieces. Nothing like saving money in an emergency. You may as well just buy new clothes. Well, I know. But I was like, I could go through 10 insurance. So they're like, if you want to continue staying at a hotel, like there's some hotels that are doing discounted rates. Like here they are. But you have to pay the upfront cost and go through 10 insurance because that's why you have 10 insurance um, to pay for things like this emergencies if you ever are out of your home. Um, but like, how am I supposed to know how many days I'm supposed to be at a hotel for upfront fraud? Up Oh my god. Upfront costs. Sorry. <laughs> so it's like the one place I was discounted was still $75 a night. And I was homeless for a total of 21 days. So that's a lot of money. That's like almost $2,000. I was really worried about you. So my I had really good friend. I had nothing else to do but worry about you, to be yeah, honest. She was jobless and worrying about me. Jobless cat lady sitting at home in Grand Prairie, yeah. eight and a half hours away, looking at the news. Which I don't typically do, seeing Alden's mustache landlord on the screen going, <laughs> we're probably not going to be able to get the tenants to come back for quite some time. Yeah, and it I'm was like, so oh, dramatic. Oh my God, Alden, he's homeless. Yeah, so we were not allowed in the building at all. So my really good friend offered me a place to stay, which is also downtown, was, was really close. So I was like, yes, please. Um, and she works away a lot too. So like, I was able to stay at her place like by myself and her brother. So, like, I had her room to myself because she was away working. Um, And one day they gave us an email saying, you can come into the building for 15 minutes to grab essential items. That's it. Like, you're not allowed to stay long because people were breaking in because obviously people are really poor that live in this building because it's so cheap. And people were breaking into the units to 
sleep and have shelter. Yeah. They were arresting people and like all this stuff and like people were in shelters. Anyway, it's a whole thing. Um, some things I can't talk about because I did sign an agreement. Um, so who knows if I will get sued, but I signed a thing saying they won't sue me anyway. I won't go into that because I'm afraid of legal reasons. Um, so I had to sign a, a, a thing saying I will move out early from my lease. You have um, great contract from your lease. Yeah, because they were saying like, if you want to move out, because everyone wanted to move out because they're like, you guys aren't, you guys are being a little bit shady. Like you're not handling things really well. Obviously this is emergency, but the way they were handling things were not good. They weren't giving us any information because obviously there was no information to give and people were just being crazy. Um, anyway, I was just vibing in my own little world. I was like, I'll be in my building when I get in my building and I'll figure out how to move out because I want to move out. Yeah. Um, so... I was in a, a, pa- a Facebook group for people who wanted to move out, thinking about a lawsuit against the building. Obviously, I never came to that because I who wants to be in a lawsuit for 10,000 years? Definitely don't think you can say that. If anyway. It's not an NDA. <laughs> it's not an NDA. They, they can't sue me. I can't sue them. Anyway, that's basically what I signed. Um, but yeah. <laughs> like they'll ever listen to this. If they do, we'll have some fun later and then have another story. <laughs> Anyway, they said, you sign this piece of paper, you can leave with your damage deposit early, blah, blah, blah. So, is that on the list of me done? And then I'll talk about a little bit later of, or do you just want me to continue? Well, we still have, we still have five topics. To <laughs> I know. We're only on number three. <laughs> I know. That's what I was like. I'm done. That's my, that was my January. I mean, well, there's Decem- like December, middle of December January. to January. Yeah. Well, like Christmas to December. Yeah. Christmas for Trevor and I was very quiet. Yeah. Um, moving to Grand Prairie, I knew it was going to be different. Obviously, it was very isolating. We live in the middle of nowhere. It's a small town. Cold we don't snap. Know anyone. It's a cold snap. It's Christmas. We had no our- decorations. You just, that's all I was going to say. Oh. Oh say my it. God. Anyways. Uh, I'm catch up. <laughs> oh my God, I'm catch up. You're taking my shit. Basically, all of our stuff was still in storage, so we didn't have the option of like pulling things out just for the sake of pulling things out. Like it just didn't yeah. make any sense. Logistically. Uh, so we did not have a Christmas tree. We did not have any Christmas decorations. It felt very strange. We were actually talking about it the other night, and we were like, we celebrated Christmas here. I was like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) Did we, though? Nah. He's like, yeah, we did. And I'm like, I genuinely don't remember that. We opened my laptop, uh, did a Zoom call with my parents. I opened Amazon boxes, because that's all they send, because that's just how it works when your family is in Ontario and you're in Alberta. Like, you don't send Christmas packages because it just it's so expensive to ship mm-hmm. everything through Canada Post. So yeah, we did that and it was really low key. Um, we did end up going to some friend's house on Boxing Day and had a nice family feast there and that was good. Um, but aside from that, yeah, I just made us like some Asian food at home. I Ooh. should say Asian inspired because it wasn't authentic Asian food. Asian inspired food at home. Um, and we ordered pizza for Christmas Day. Mm. So that was good. And I had some rum chata. Love that shit. 
it was a nice time, but it was definitely not as exciting as Alden's thing, and I was <laughs> definitely worried about Alden the whole time. Um, so I basically just turned into a jobless cat lady. I was really, like, I was really vibing with the fact that I didn't have a job, and I was just, you know. A crazy cat lady. Crazy cat lady. I was hanging out at home. I was, I wasn't just, like, sitting on the couch watching TV. I was reading, like, I read a lot. How many books? 34. In the span of, like. November to the beginning. Like, the end of February. No, the beginning couple of weeks of January. Oh, okay. And that also includes audiobooks, which I know some people don't necessarily consider that reading. However, that still takes up time. More time, maybe, if you're a fast reader. It does take up time. It takes dedication because you're you have to actively pay attention to what is being said, or you Mm -hmm. don't know what's going on in the book. Yeah. So I would make sure I was doing it when I was in a headspace of headspace of being able to pay attention. So read a lot of books. I did a lot of knitting. I did a lot of cooking. I made a lot of bread. Bread is my love language. The Lots of focaccia brand. So I got to know my neighbor, Susan Spaghetti Head, <laughs> through my food because I would make way too much for the average two people to eat in one sitting and would bring it over to oh, her. Oh, so. I don't live with a family of 12? What is okay. this? What's wrong with me? So yeah, that was basically all that I did. Um, and then Alden's story really kind of dives into another kind of big turn with you moving moving after that you had to move really fast you had this whole like potential lawsuit potential not lawsuit facebook thing people in arms the news the news juicy tea craziness titanic end of the world sort of shit and then it was coming to a close and you were getting kind of like you know to the end of it you figured out your plan you had a place to move to you were getting all your shit packed up and then what happened i got covid a fucking fantastic yep literally got covid (laughs) And I already had five days off booked off for my cousin's wedding, which I unfortunately was not able to attend. Um, so the Thursday died of COVID. Friday, I was already moving some of my stuff from H&M totes that I borrowed because love that for me. Yep. So moved all my like knickknacky stuff and clothes or whatever. Put them and in very miscellaneous and discreet packages because we can touch on that later. We just shoved everything in stuff and we didn't even know where anything was. Yep. I am a mess. And so the Saturday, I just packed up all of my big stuff or continued packing up the stuff I still had left over. Sunday, my parents were... So my parents also got COVID, but they got it right away. And it took me eight days to get COVID. And they got it right away. So they recovered enough to like go to the wedding where they weren't contagious or whatever, according to Alberta guidelines. So the Sunday, they came and helped me. I had no elevator booked because the office told me there's no elevator book there it's booked all day so since my building was not secure and blah 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 there's security people 24 7 to watch the doors because they weren't be able to be locked anymore because the workers were coming in and out like 24 7 so this poor lady was like oh i'm just standing here like i'll run the organization of two people in an elevator at a time because i made friends i was like hey like while you go up and unpack like can i or move your stuff to the your vehicle can i go up and grab my stuff and we'll do like a little swaps so this lady was organizing that thank god and so my dad parents came and helped and my dad was obviously like upset that wasn't organized and i was like they told me i couldn't book an elevator and they told me just to wing it so i'm winging it and here we go so it ended up being fine in the end but literally i was dying had no breath 
or anything like that. But I was wearing my bright yellow um, highlighter tracksuit and a sketchy crackhead did compliment me on it. And another sketchy crackhead offered for his help for um, cigarettes. So we said no to both. And I said, thank you to the other. And I was like, I know I'm really cute. Um, But yeah, literally moving with COVID in the span of four days was the worst experience. So in this whole synopsis of the 100, 150 days Days. ago. um, Yeah, we just basically were, I was hanging out doing basically (laughs) nothing, but I lived so far away. I just didn't have the option to help with anything. Yeah. And Alden was dealing with the fact that his apartment was literally exploding from the inside out. Yeah. And uh, getting deathly ill and then, you know, recovering, but also having sick brain so you were packing things in a fast hurry and in that whole time period we both hadn't really thought too too much about the podcast meaning that alden had the microphones in his apartment which he could not access yes and with his covid brain he shoved his cords for the connectors so i packed up the mics really cute in their boxes that they came in yes and the cords were nowhere to be included nowhere to be found so i didn't know this until I finally got around years later to send Mackenzie her mic to Grand Prairie. And one might ask, well, Mackenzie, why didn't you just take it with you? Well, because we didn't know Mackenzie was moving to Grand Prairie and we didn't know Alden was going to be homeless. So yeah. we just kind of pushed it aside. Well, and like Christmas, it's like shopping. Like thing. I was being really lazy and forgetful. And I'm, I'm always like that. So but if no okay. one's holding my hand, sometimes things don't get done. And so Alden sent me the box. I was super excited. We were on FaceTime and I was like, it's here. So I ran to the box to go pick it up, like my mailbox in my building, grabbed it, brought it into my apartment, opened it, and I'm killing myself laughing. Oh, we weren't on FaceTime, actually. No, you FaceTime me after. Yes. Sorry. So I went to go grab it because he texted me and said, the box is there. Ran to go get it, open it up, and I start killing myself laughing because as soon as I open it, the main component of plugging it into my computer is not there. No cord. There's no cord. <laughs> and so I call him because I'm laughing at the Dying laughing. I was like, like what'd you forget? And you uh, didn't I don't even know. remember. You were like, nothing. Well, there's something. And you still didn't clue in. And I was like, there's no fucking cord in here. And I was like, I have no idea where that cord could be. If it's not in the box, it's she gone. gone. It's gone. I literally, I moved in like five minutes. And it somehow... My cord and her cord were my, so my uh, microphone packed up fine too. No cord. Um, somehow got into my drunk drawer um, shopping bag. From your kitchen. From my kitchen. And Which like. It's not where we used to keep them. No. So all of my um, linen closet stuff was in one thing. So I was like, looked in that first. So nothing. That's where we kept the microphones at Alden's house was the top shelf. The shelf of, of my linen, linen closet. closet. Yeah. And. It literally, so I was like, I went to my storage unit because I was like, oh, like I left some stuff in our storage unit because my place has no storage for amount of people that live in it. Yeah. Um, and now there. So I finally was like, it can't be in this bag. Open it up. There they were right on top. And I was like, okay, well, Mackenzie's here for my birthday in literally two weeks. So we'll just do it then. So fast forward. This is the first time we've actually been able to actively use said mics that were in the box because there was no cord. <laughs> and one might also ask, why didn't you just buy one? Well, because I was jobless and being a crazy cat lady baking bread. I didn't have any extra money to just buy a new cord. Yeah. So here we are. 
And now we have 150 days of great stories. There are some other things tied in there that we didn't get to touch on today. However, I think we can talk about another episode where we dive into our working selves. Working yeah. What's happening? Because we have a lot to do with, like, talk about that. Yes. Uh, Mackenzie attempts to This do... was more like the dramatic things that happened in the last fi- 150 yes. days. Mackenzie attempts to do... A lot of that was just about me, so sorry. Job interviews on Zoom. Never done a job interview on Zoom, so Mackenzie does job interviews on Zoom. You're That's always camera you ready. Do. What are you talking about? I need to cut that out. I said it, like, four times. Oh, it's fine. Uh, and then Alden's transferring stores lots of things are happening with h&m in the city mackenzie finally gets a new job you got a job i got a job now you're just a crazy cat lady with income it is true i mean i had income before it was just government income (laughs) yeah the worst kind and that brings you to the timeline of today which we will dive more into when we do our featured podcast with our guest star guest star guest star we're doing a podcast with a guest star, so we'll talk about all of our shenanigans of this weekend, including the drive here from Grand Prairie, hanging out with Elvin's parents, playing cards. My nephew's first birthday. Doing science experiments on Mackenzie's hair. And many more. And many more. So there is a couple of really exciting episodes to come. And then we'll need ideas, so we'll we brainstorm. Also, I want to point out... We are going to have the coveted. Yes. Are you ready for this? No. I haven't told you this. I know. That's why I'm like, yes. What? I don't know what you're talking about. Food episode. Oh. The favorite food episode. The food foodie feature. That's going to be like 10 hours long. I have too many favorite foods. No, no, no. We're going to make one full one hour long episode just about food. Oh, my God. Should we do an episode while making food over Zoom? Yes. Together? Yes. Like making a recipe totally. and talking through it? Mm, I don't think the audio would work that well. Anyway, that's my idea. Two we can cents. do an episode while eating food. Okay. Let's just do that. An ASMR episode? Okay, well, we don't have to like chew into the mic like I know, psychopaths. That's my biggest. I don't like chewing. Anyway, so those are some exciting <laughs> things we have planned. So I hope you enjoy and you can stay tuned for the rest. And I'm sure many more tangents to come that Mackenzie will tell me to just knock it off. Tis true. <laughs> Thank you for listening to episode two. Ah, uh, goodbye.